Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Bud Pod 152. 152. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, pl- uh, plum, skive, through. It's <laughs> when your plum won't go to sky, uh, plum school. Yeah. And skives through or throughout throughout through it through the pl- through the plum lessons yeah yeah, yeah skies throughout there's a plum there's a cool plum <laughs> who's skipping on plum school smoking plum cigarettes yeah. by a tree a plum cigarette sounds delicious <laughs> that sounds lovely actually tobacco smoked plums i mean there's definitely a vape flavor of plum so i guess that's what it would be like that would be a very like um the guy like a, the guy who vapes but has like a kind of uh, a trilby yeah. He doesn't smoke cotton candy vape or like apricot or whatever. Plum. Plum, yes. Fig. Figs. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a vape flavor that made you think you're a wrong one? I mean, one that's still like a, a flavor of something that you would eat as opposed to like armpits or like burnt hair. Oh, I see, burnt, I see. Not I like see. burnt hair, obviously. But. I think if, someone's, if someone had like like scotch flavored vape i'd be like you're a piece of shit what about like um that smoky bacon like smoke flavor like you put on meat if you smell that you'd be like that guy's smoking a a sausage yeah that'll be bad oh licorice gives me the heebie-jeebies last night i i I took a i don't know why i do it always from time to time someone will have a a vape a friend will have a vape i'll be like yeah can i have a bit can i have some nicotine yeah, can, pure nicotine. Can I just some pure nicotine vapor? Yeah. And I had a bit, and it was mint flavor, and mm. it was it was min, it was mintier than mouthwash. It was it was yeah. so it was too minty. Was it? It made, was so unpleasant. It was made your whole cold, cold body. Yeah, cold mouth. Ooh. Cold mouth. So it wasn't just like a taste. It was like more than, even than chewing gum. Yeah. Ugh. You know, in those adverts for like breath mints where they go oh, and there's like ice everywhere yeah. and, and, you and go, you're on top of a mountain. And you think, is that good? <laughs> Isn't this a cold country? I thought people wanted the opposite. They want the weather to be in their mouth and the temperature of their mouth to be outside. Yeah, they want outside to be hot and then inside, <laughs> mouth to, inside the mouth to be cold. Snow in my mouth uh, and as hot as blood in the air. That's why people here love crisp lagers and extra cold guinness yes but then hate the winter yeah the cold should be in the mouth the cold is in my mouth the and warm mouth is... temperature should be outside i should live in a big mouth <laughs> i want to live in a mouth i want to live in a mouth <laughs> and i want to <laughs> i want the outside to be in <laughs> my mouth in my mouth inside out people want to be inside out yeah, we all want to be inside. The grass is green on the other side. The weather <laughs> is nicer on the outside of, you know, in, on the inside of your mouth. The weather's always nicer on the inside of your mouth. The weather's always <laughs> nicer on the inside of your mouth, as the old adage goes. Yeah, it's the kind of thing people say, and, and you don't even need to finish the sentence. People know that you mean on yeah, the inside yeah. of your mouth. You know, <laughs> well, the weather's always nicer on the, on the inside. I know, I know. <laughs> that sounds uh, like quite a good self-help. What's the weather like? Inside, 
Yes, yeah, we, nice all, we all question. know it's raining today, but what's the weather like inside your mouth? <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful, beautiful summer's, summer's morning, but what? But well, is it spring morning? in your belly? <laughs> hmm? What's the weatherman staying, saying about your spleen? <laughs> yeah. Of course, in the olden days, they thought that your mind, or like who you were, your soul, it was all in your heart, in your chest. Yes. They didn't really yeah. know what the brain did. And if it makes sense, because you never feel stuff in your brain. You can get headaches. Yeah, you can get headaches. But all the other emotional stuff is in your belly. But when you think about things, do you not feel the thoughts in your head? I think I, I feel the thoughts in my head. But we've been told. I know it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, we need to find someone out there who hasn't been told to think with their head. The thing is, I wonder, is it because my eyes are here that my yeah. mental images <laughs> I, I are in the same, I, I sort of place in the same place because that's where images are from? eyes and so even yeah. the images i imagine must also sort of be in that area i'm i'm kind of, i'm rubbing my temples right now <laughs> so around here. it feels like a more direct link yeah but then if you'd been told that your eyes told your heart things would you imagine a little pipe of feelings coming from your eyes to your heart me um i saw something scary my eyes told my heart to go Ooh. yeah and also when you like hear something awful you do instinctively go, you go you, oh. onto your chest yeah and we, um, in in Malay, what what the, the word for heart in in the colloquial sense, as in my broken my heart or heartache or that, is hati. Mm. Um, but hati actually means liver. Oh, so cool. it seems that in Malay, it's the. Liver. I use my liver to think with and do this and. Yeah. Well, it makes. I guess if you're like in the olden days and you. Either um a, a kind of early doctor or just like a, someone who's seen lots of dead bodies and you've dissected animals, right? Because you're a farmer or whatever. Mm. You know what organs are out there. Yeah, yeah. You go, oh, this you know, cow has a liver, I have a liver, whatever. You don't know what they do. But you know what the stomach does. So you go, okay, the stomach seems to be where food goes. Yeah. And then shit comes up my ass. It's all lining up. There's all the tubes for it. But there's a bunch of other stuff here. Lungs, that's fine. Breathing, okay. But yeah, stuff like the liver and the pancreas and stuff, kidneys even, you'd be like, eh, what's, what are you up to? Isn't it weird? I've always thought it's so, isn't it weird that we walk around and we don't know what's in us? I don't yeah. know what's in me. <laughs> it's me. It's yeah. me. I grew up, I, I made it. And yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know where the bits are. I don't know what they do. Yep. It's mad. And the same with the brain, where for like thousands of years people were like, well, of course, uh, the hardest and most pr heavily defended part of us is our skulls, which are filled with an irrelevant porridge. <laughs> we know that if someone stabs the porridge, we die. Mm -hmm. But not always, but a lot. In ancient Greece, there's a theory that the, light, the eyes projected light, which bounced off the object back into the eyes. Yeah. Which... Which really didn't answer the question, what happens when it's dark then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we, and they were the smartest, the Greeks. They were the best at this, and even they. <laughs> they, they, just, they figured out atoms. Yeah, yeah. They had yeah. atomic theory, like yeah. 4,000 years ago. And even they, when it came to eyes, were like, yeah, don't know. Yeah, Iona, Ionic, it's, uh, that's, the, that's where it's from. Yeah? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, of course! Uh... Yeah, but it's, I've always thought it's so peculiar to be something and not know what. I, I, I guess it's, it's it's a crazy thing to say that all organisms should be born with an inherent understanding of what's inside them. Yeah, I guess that's ridiculous. But also, like, it's ridiculous that it's because we have a the humans are in in between in a sense where we have like 
we have like intellectual self-awareness as in like i know i'm alive yeah don't get in touch philosophers like oh i'm alive and that's my hand and one day i'll be dead yeah and i'm me and you're you and like that's a level of the self-knowledge that like animals don't have they don't know that they're mortal yep they can't plan ahead or you know all these conceptual things that we can do but we don't have that with our own forms yes we don't know specifically what's going wrong when we're ill yes so it's a weird like halfway house where it's like i can use pattern prediction to figure out when an eclipse will happen again and use that to plan a, you know but mm. we we can't immediately go oh that's diabetes yeah and i feel like animals have a bit more of that because i feel like you know what you watch a, a david attenborough um thing yeah. and it'd be like and the madagascan spider upon losing <laughs> a leg will huddle into a ball for three weeks to allow the leg to regrow. I yeah. feel like animals are like, oh, fuck, I lost a leg. Uh, that takes about three weeks. I just need to huddle up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> just make this exterior shell casing and, and then, like, heal. Yeah. And I don't feel like we don't have that. The only thing we instinctually know to do is eat, fuck, and sleep. And pooping. That's part of eating. But even that's going to take you by surprise sometimes. Even though you're like, oh, God, what's going on? <laughs> I guess, like, do you think that it's because the way that we've designed the modern world is so contrary to our instincts in the sense that, like, we did used to have that where it's like, I need to go to sleep now because I've lost some blood. And that you have lots of instincts where, like, it's to lie down. Right, 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 yeah. But if you're, like, an accountant, and you're like, God, this is boring, I should lie down and sleep until the boring thing stops happening to me. It's like, well, you're fired. Yeah. You know, or, like... uh, I'm afraid. I should avoid that thing that makes me afraid. And it's like, no, that's your, your presentation you have to do at work. Yeah, or like, it's super hot outside. Time to put on layers of clothing. Yeah. Because time, social society insists that I do. Time to be not nude and on a kind of underground train being fired through the earth with a bunch of other people who also aren't nude. <laughs> and they're too hot. Everyone else boiling. Yeah. Yeah. So we've kind of, we're, we're confused monkeys. Do, do you think the first humans knew in, in straight away the link between eating and pooping? I've always wondered this. <laughs> Jerkin. I wonder. Do an- when animals poop, do they know that that's from the food they ate? I don't know. I think some animals don't seem to. They, or at least they certainly seem to think it's food again. <laughs> <laughs> from what I've seen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at some level, we understand that it's not to be trifled with. As yes. humans, because it smells so bad. It smells bad, and it's, it's a gross um, consistency. Yeah. And it will make you sick. Do you think that... I, I mean, surely, I guess it didn't take too long before people saw undigestible things in their poop that they remember eating. Yeah, they, and they were they like, wait a been, minute. Ah, put two and two together. Put poo and poo together. <laughs> they put poo and poo together. <laughs> ah, that's when I put poo and poo together. And that. <laughs> yeah. I know that um, there's like an old remedy. Um, oh, this, if you get an arrow wound to the stomach, I think this was a, a Norse thing, a Viking era thing. I'm genuinely remembering it from horrible histories. Oh, so great. I'm not sure what era of, of Norse history. Which horrible he- um, era it was. Yeah, which um, era of horribleness was this one? Which horrible year was this? Was it the nasty Norses or the, <laughs> the ridiculous Romans? The gruesome Romans? Greeks. <laughs> Is this, um, was this the gruesome period or the nasty, the nasty era? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, uh, if you had an arrow wound in your, in your belly, yeah. they'd feed you a sort of garlic porridge. Oh. And then they smell the wound. 
Right. Right. And if you can smell garlic through the wound, that means that it's the stuff that oh. should be being digested is coming out and you're probably going to die. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So they they definitely, by then, they'd figured it out. Yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. by then. Well, the Romans um, they were loved, definitely, yeah. they did a lot of uh, uh, post-mortems on people just to see where, where all the bits were. Yeah, they seemed to. And they certainly liked, they had uh, group group toilets. Sorry? The Romans had those group toilets where all the satin like an L, uh, a U-shape. Oh, like a big long drop. Mm-hmm. But like they're all in the same room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all sat around chatting, which always I thought seemed oh, mental yeah. to me. Yeah, Chatting and pooping. Chatting and pooping. We, we, really, we are, in a way, uh, we, we, we are bringing back to life an ancient Roman tradition yes. here of chatting and pooping. I mean, we're not <laughs> literally pooping, but no. we may as well be. We may, we, <laughs> that's what the reviews say. <laughs> These guys may as well be These guys may as well be taking a shit in my ears. <laughs> and thank you. The Guardian. The Guardian. <laughs> Nigella Lawson. Another celebrity endorsement. Um, yeah, I wonder when, do they, do, yeah, is that instinctive? Sure, surely. I mean, what, what other. What, what is? Which bit? Knowing the, knowing the connection. Because and pooping. Yeah. It, it makes the most sense. I mean... Because there's a point where if you don't think that, what the fuck do you think is happening? Yes. Uh, it, it, it's mass conservation. I think we must have an instinct for the conservation of mass. If something goes yeah. in, the same amount must go out. Yeah, in some form. Or at the very least, you have to notice that, like, well, something's come out of me, and the only thing I've been putting into me is food. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I hope it's food, yeah, or exactly. used to be. Because exactly. if it's not, I'm, I'm going to die. That's true. <laughs> That's my. That's one of my armchair theories as to why toilet stuff is is funny or or like a thing that makes people tense sometimes because it's it's like a kind of this is as close to being like a Freudian weirdo I get. It's like a kind of um, trauma, right? Things having to be like fired out of you. It's like it's, it's a, quite traumatic, right? So you think poo jokes are really a, a gallows humor? Well, they, you're laughing because it's the, insane that your body regularly has things come out of it and you don't yeah. die. Right, yeah. Because there's some element of you that understands that really you should, this should not be good. This should be a really bad sign. In every other context, it's a terrible sign. Yeah. It's like great Dave Chappelle bit where he talks about how, how serious diarrhea used to be. Yeah. And you go, yeah. oh no, I'm dying. Oh, I don't have long left. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and as we've learned from our correspondence, still is in the. Oh, in some parts of the, the world. developing yeah, world. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess the whole the whole thing about pooping is that it's we we we've built all these pretenses around modern life, but we still can't get away from this one humiliating thing. Yeah, you cannot flee the fact that it's going to happen to you. For all our bow ties and our <laughs> Tesla cars <laughs> and our novels and our plays, yeah, from time to time we still have to squeeze a bit of stinky brown sludge out of our butts, and we can't help it. Yeah, the richest man in the world still has to do it. Yeah, and your body makes you do it. Jeff Bezos has to take a shit. <laughs> and I bet he's hate I bet there's a secret project he's working on. Yeah. <laughs> that means he doesn't have to do it anymore because he thinks it's not it's too undignified. What would he call what would he call it? Amazon <laughs> Amazon Slime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazon Slime. He's got all these implants and things. How would you try and avoid it? Um teleport to just directly out of you? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna build a, a little uh, a 
ga- uh, gateway or like wormhole. Yeah, at the bottom space. of his stomach. And That's it, why he went to space <gasps> to check on his poops <laughs> <laughs> to make sure the wormhole was working, <laughs> or to set it up. He just left the toilet hanging there. Yeah, just floating around. <laughs> yeah, it's dressed like a satellite, but it's a toilet. <laughs> And like if you go into the satellite, there's just a, a single room with a toilet. All the buttons and lights are fake. It's the only real yeah. thing there is this one pristine white toilet, and above <laughs> it is this hovering um, portal. Like from the game Portal. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what is that? And you get closer, and just you see like a poop fall through. Yeah. It. Oh, you leap backwards. Yeah. And then as you leap backwards, you see like. Uh, you stumble backwards and you back into like an old caretaker astronaut guy. Like he's got like a spacesuit on, but he's an old man. And he's got a beard on the front of his uh, space helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see you've stumbled across the truth. God knows how you got up there. You docked with Bezos's intergalactic loo. Maybe you like, yeah, you got a ticket on um, the, one of the Virgin commercial space flights maybe right and this is getting quite close to a um a conversation slash project that that glenn and i might do at some point to do with going to the toilet you glenn Moore. yeah comedian glenn Moore. um we'll see but like what if you just while you're asleep you're anesthetized they just come and take the poo out of you <laughs> you never experience it happening boop scalpel yeah boop. <laughs> boop. like a cesarean <laughs> <laughs> every night every night they basically put a zipper in you <laughs> and oh, that's why all those billionaires have got those like uh, they get like young people's blood put into them and all that like plasma oh yeah it's to replenish them after the, all the surgeries they have so they've never all the poop extraction yeah and they they have all these like mad they always have these mad theories like Great figures throughout history were all constipated. And that's what allowed them the dignity. A poopendectomy. Yeah, a poopendectomy. <laughs> because they have poopendicitis. You get a poopendectomy every night. <laughs> <laughs> Just to save their egos. <laughs> uh, oh, man, oh, man. Um, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I, I think the old ways are still the best ways. <laughs> we're, we're traditionalists. Yeah. Look. All those hipsters. Dinner on the table. As a family, shit out your asshole. <laughs> I'm a traditional... <laughs> traditional values. <laughs> Hard work. <laughs> Honesty. Imagine the guests are Shitting point, through your ass. Imagine when the guests are point where like right-wing po- political parties, conservative <laughs> parties are like, yeah. we believe in the traditional family and pooping out of your asshole. <laughs> Like my father and his father before him did, and everyone was like, yeah. and like left wing people were like, ugh, what? A- <laughs> Grow up! God, these dinosaurs talking about just shit in shit through a portal into space and <laughs> catch up with the twenty third century, please. It's not. We don't have to live like that anymore. Modernize. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just beat animals over the head with rocks if you're gonna shit into, out of your asshole, <laughs> yeah, not into a portal, caveman? <laughs> and there's like a kind of uh, Rush Limbaugh like. Uh, Who's the conspiracy guy? David Icke. No, the American one, the loud red one. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. They're trying to get us not to shit out of our assholes. <laughs> These liberals. <laughs> they want you to poop into space. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I mean, that's not that crazy compared to the stuff the guy actually says. I mean, that's less crazy than things he said. There's less crazy. They're turning the frogs gay. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. Um, um, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm a traditionalist. Um, this is a traditional poop through the bum podcast. And to be fair, actually, you know what? That's not true because we're, we're very good on the um, colostomy bags. Uh, we've had people with colostomy bags. Stoma. Yeah. Yeah. Go right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, that, that and is the closest, I suppose, to a poopendectomy. That's true. Yes, that's true. Have you heard of... Oh, yeah, there are also poo implants. You can get a poo plant. That's poo true. Plant, yeah. For you, for the good uh, gut bacteria. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you can get the, someone else's good poop put inside you. Man, the gut... That's the, that's the good shit. That's the good that's shit. A, that's the, that'll be what I call my company. My The good shit. My Yeah, my poop implant company. Yeah. Is gonna be the good shit. <laughs> You wake up from surgery and that's the first thing you say and all the surgeons queue up to high-five you. <laughs> uh, yeah, boop. Boop, he's coming up. He's, boop. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good shit. So what he says something, what are you saying? What he, that's the good shit. Oh! And they ring a, they ring a big bell. All surgeons running. He's up, someone finally said it. And then he's like, you're barely awake and they're like holding up your floppy hand like... Like, high five it. <laughs> Other surgeons leave mid-surgery, like run down the corridor like kids. The people they're operating on just like sit up smiling. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> that gut biome stuff is crazy though. I remember when it started being sort of mentioned in the press, it was when um, they were doing fecal transplants because if you have chemo, I think, it kills all your gut bacteria, uh, and you need to restart it. So you need a little thing, a little Kickstarter there, yeah, a little donation, yeah. And that's a fecal transplant scenario. Good band, um, yeah. <laughs> fecal transplant scenario. Yeah, and this um, this woman got one from her mum, I think it was, or maybe the mum got it from her daughter. The mum got it from her daughter, and the the mum had always been like normal, like body type, and the daughter was was. Like very very overweight, like more, uh-huh. morbidly obese, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and the within, an, bearing in mind this person's being treated for cancer, it was like within a few months the woman put on the mum who received the transplant put on like three four stone. Receiving the, the oh she got the poop transplant from her daughter. Yeah. Oh. And something about it, and there's there's all these links between like what your bacteria in your gut are used to digesting and what your signals you get to eat more oh, of. Gosh. And yeah, it's crazy. They're only just sort of figuring out all that stuff. Like the guy who figured out that stomach ulcers were bacterial and not um, stress-based. Right. He's an Australian, I think. And he, fa- he found the bacteria he thought it was, and he just drank it. And he got one. He, he got, got one. it was covered, and his stomach was full of ulcers. And he was like, ha ah! <laughs> Yes! And then uh, I think he won the Nobel Prize. I guess it's worth it. That's worth it, if you know you'll survive. Question mark. I mean, he, he warned people he was going to do it. That's the key. Yeah, so Isaac colleagues. Newton. Isaac Newton gave himself some eye infection because he wanted to. He, he was made. He took. He wanted did, to see if he could see in his own bumhole. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to see. There must I, be a better way to poop. He wanted to see if like he could refract light just in his eyeballs. He got like a toothpick and mm. like <laughs> put uh, it into his eye and squeeze in uh, different shapes, and yeah. he just got a horrible eye infection. Jesus, man! Surprisingly, Isaac. That guy, that guy was nuts, man. It's, by the sounds of it, he was a nuts. bad dude as well. He's, he got a, he got someone hung, drawn, and quartered. Like he was. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> so he was using only light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was quite a nasty guy. Uh, he wouldn't be as nice seeming if that was how he thought of gravity. 
They're hanging a guy. Oh, yeah. He's like, why does this work? Yeah, yeah. What's pulling him? What's pulling him? <laughs> What's pulling him? What's pulling him? What's killing him? <laughs> Apple my ass. Well, good evening. The Archduke of Austria-Hungary, as I live and breathe. How is your father, the Emperor? May God save him, of course. Of course, of course. Count Wiesenberg, so good to see you. He's good. He's built a little paper mache fort. Ah, I've heard of this fort. I hear it is only perhaps a few meters in, in length, either side, a perfect square. Yes, yes. We're surprised he fits in it, to be honest. Never mind his horse, but he's having fun, so that's the main thing. Wonderful. Well, who said the aristocracy was out of touch? Shall we start the First World War? Yes, I think we'd better. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Speaking of the, 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 the laws of nature, yeah. how, how did you fare with the storms? For anyone outside the UK, mm. we've had... Not one, not two, but three storms. And there might be a fourth. Well, this is... This is I, have a, I have a number of interesting storm facts. Okay, yes, please. Uh, the naming, naming convention of storms yeah. goes through the alphabet. Do you know this, letter by letter? Yes. So we had... Um, was it Digby? Was it for, uh, oh, yeah, like Del Boy or something. Del Boy, then... Del Boy. Was it Eleanor? Eleanor. Oh, is Eunice? Eunice. Yeah, I can't remember the D. Eunice, and then Franklin. Yeah. And then the next one will be uh, um, G. And alternates gender. So the first one was ah. Derek or whatever, then Eunice, and Franklin. Boys, so this next one will be a lady's name. Like Gloria so, or something. Yes. Gloria. Um, I know that um, statistically more people die in lady storms. Yes, I know this because they're taken less seriously. That's the theory, yeah. Right, yeah. That's why that's the theory I've heard. And they go, this storm's got breasts. I'm not running away from a Janet. I, I'd never flee a lady. <laughs> <laughs> like a, Ladies first? Like a guy just on the street just yeah, and then swinging <laughs> his arm down the road. And lady. just immediately gets blown away. <laughs> just a tornado. <laughs> Seeing um, a tornado coming to you in the distance and doing the, the wolf thing where you hit yourself with a big hammer and your eyes bulge out. Like when you see a sexy lady in a cartoon. <laughs> when you find out it's a lady tornado yeah. Ooh, oh. Oh. big tongue rolls out the yeah. other thing is and I'm quite certain about this it's a storms will always come in twos oh yeah because um, so if, if you look at the map a storm is like a big spinny circular thing right yes so it's, it's an eddy basically in, in in the air good name for a storm um, eddy in the air yeah it is yeah uh, and studying fluid mechanics there's this, you, have, you have to conserve I guess of angular momentum. So if you if you if you have a still plate of water in front of you, yeah, and you dip your finger in and you pull it, 
there'll be two vortexes either side. Yes, yeah. But they are going at the same speed and in opposite directions. If you add them together, they will cancel each other out and get you back to where you were before you did your finger. Oh, Because okay. you have to conserve the momentum. Yeah. So the same thing happens with storms. So if the one storm is going one way, there has to be another storm somewhere else going the other way. Going the other way. And that's why this next thing seems to be up north, mm. maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about how the Directions. direction they go in, but the, 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 uh, if they're spinning, the, one will be anti-clockwise, one will be clockwise. Because ah, they have to good. cancel each other out. Just a lovely bit of fluid mechanics. Always, I love fluid mechanics. They always come in twos. Yeah, they always come in twos. Huh. Um, yeah, I, 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 um, I had to cancel one gig and I managed to make the second gig in Brighton. Thank you to anyone who came. Uh, in Brichton, uh, there is um, a Podbud message me who couldn't, who who could only make the Friday one and then couldn't make the Saturday one. Apologies, I've replied to your Instagram message. Um, blah, blah, blah. But the otherwise, yeah, just like replacement buses and like trains where they just like stop and they go. There's a tree. You were really committed. I was fucked. just really lucky. I had nothing out of London these last couple of days. Yeah, and 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 look, you know, it was in that exact thing where it's bad enough that getting there was a nightmare, but not so bad that you could just cancel it. Which is the worst. Yeah, yeah. You want it to be fine, or everything's cancelled and you have to stay home. E.g., yeah. the pleasure well, of lockdown one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were. Yeah, so this, right? So this storm for you, Pierre, was um, the Omicron emergence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and you were the restaurant industry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah, like you could make it, but you'd be much better off if they just cancelled it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about you? Um, fine. I was a bit. Uh, it's the first time I ever sort of prepped for a storm because I yeah. saw on BBC News like strap, tie everything down, <laughs> and I was, I was like, I think I'm okay. Then I noticed outside my your collection of vases, <laughs> my yeah, my outdoor um um, um Fabergé egg collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized my umbrellas, know. my open umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have one metal chair outside, and I was like, I could really picture that just being blown into the window and smashing everything. So I, I, yeah. I brought that in, which made me feel very grown up, and also yeah. like I lived in the Midwest. Yes, yeah. In America. Well, I, I, it's serious weather. I mean, growing up uh, on the Isle of Man, we would miss, we would, it would get very windy a lot more than London, and mm. we would sometimes even miss days of school because they were like from wind. Yeah, if a slate comes wind off. Day. Wind day! Wind day! And we'd all run out, throw big balls of wind at each other. We'd make, make wind angels. We'd make wind angels as, as we got lifted into the sky. <laughs> big wind angels. <laughs> yeah. There you go, tobogganing down the wind. <laughs> just a toboggan just <laughs> taking off into the air like a wooden plane. You had to be shoveling wind in we'd the make, drive. Yeah, we'd make wind men. <laughs> with, a, with a carrot for the nose. <laughs> it would be great. Would be wind, great. Day. wind day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best fun ever. No, they were like, stay home, because if this thing whips a fucking roof tile off, get a bunch of decapitated kids. Like, yeah, just get blown into the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I always remember thinking how surreal it would be if someone went and, and what happened to you know your, your uncle or whatever. Oh, he was blown away. <laughs> he blew away. Well, like he he saw a really good movie. What, what yeah, you mean? like no, he blew away. He was blown away. He's literally blown away. Yeah, and they go, well, he was in a hurricane or a tornado, and you go, well, no, technically no. It was. Do you know wind day? Do you ever get a wind? Did day? you ever get a wind day? He blew away <laughs> on wind day. 
Um, uh, near, in um, where I live now, uh, what has what? <laughs> there's a funny. It turns out somewhere in the vicinity is a natural whistle. <laughs> so when the, right. we discovered over the last couple of days that when the wind hits a particular speed, somewhere. There's a gap between something. I don't know, a gap in a fence. Yeah. Or between two aerials. Or like a weird tube. Or something somewhere. It'll go... <whistles> so somewhere, there's a natural whistle. And we, I've no idea where it is. <laughs> but, and it's really annoying because it's really high-pitched. That, like, that, that is weird. That is weird. That sounds quite pleasant. But it's like... Wee! Yeah, like the, wee! sometimes you can hear the electricity in a TV. Yeah. Oh, it feels. Really a, it sounds high. a bit like a, a um, an an oil, unoiled gate swinging open. Oh, but that's it, a that's no, it's sharp. Yeah, but it can't be that because it keeps going. So the wind will go. Ooh. And so somewhere there's a whistle, a natural whistle somewhere. Do you, do you think that like one day you'll go out and you'll see a guy on like a balcony just like whistling at how windy it is? <laughs> That's windy. Whoa, and it has to get up to a certain speed before he's impressed. <laughs> <laughs> that is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should do some correspondence. Oh, yes. Ring, ring. letters, Keep emails, emails, emails phone, correspondence. 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 Got a message from Marielle. Marielle? Mm. Marielle? Bloody hell! <laughs> yes, <laughs> nice. Marielle. Very nice. Hello, PNP. Very late podbud here. I've been binging the pod for the last few days from the beginning. I was listening to the episode where Pierre laments the cakeification of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is during our, our bread period. Yes. Um, yeah, so you're talking about brioche and things like that. Everything's brioche. I want right. a crusty roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Do you think that's still a problem? I I've, I feel like everything's sourdough now. They're starting to move into into sourdough territory, but it's yeah. still soft as all hell. It's the sourific the, the the sourification of bread is the problem now. Now everything has to be sour. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, where I lamented the cakeification of bread, especially American bread, whilst so she says this is when she was listening to this, whilst simultaneously, coincidentally, and unironically. Slathering my American white bread with actual cake frosting ah, that's and funny. snacking upon it with my American mouth. <laughs> oh, did I tell you this? It reminded me when I was in um, uh, New York last July, I bought like a loaf of sliced white bread yeah. to have. And it was like nice um, bread. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just like their equivalent of um, Warburton's. Or it wasn't Wonder Bread. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. And I just had it for toast and stuff. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm not going to be able to get through this. I was, it was there for like a couple of weeks, and it never got stale. It ne- yeah. It it stayed the same, and f- for like two weeks. And the guy I was staying with, I was like, "Wow, this bread hasn't gone off." And he was like, "Yeah, we have preservatives here that are not legal in the UK." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's stuff in that bread with like eighteen syllable names. Yeah, but it was so convenient. I was kind of like, I kind of wish we had these preservatives here because <laughs> I have to throw out bread all the time here because yeah. it just goes stale. Yeah. I've had to put it. I put it in the freezer now, and I warm it up because yeah. it, it just goes stale like that. What's like that thing where everyone? Uh, the, the, you sent me the link to that guy saying like, "Yeah, it feels like shrink wrap, plastic wrapping on vegetables is wasteful, but it's actually more wasteful to let it rot because yeah. it rots like ten times faster without the wrapping, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. food waste is less green than the plastic." Yeah, we just have decided that we hate plastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything um, has to be complicated in the end. <laughs> Fucking real life. Um, 
So Mariel continues, in my mind, there are two species of bread. Okay. The nice grown-up savory kind that you dip into olive oil before a fancy dinner. Yes, like a ciabatta. A ciabatta or focaccia. Or focaccia. And the chewy sweet kind you can substitute for cake when you run out of cake. <laughs> okay, thanks, Koji, Mariel. I'm not so familiar with this chewy sweet kind. Um, Wonder Bread's pretty close. In Malaysia, we had a brand called Gardenia. Um, Gardenia is white bread, and it, it, the, the tagline was Gardenia. So good you can even eat it on its own. And <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All that meant was, it's full of fucking sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you could just eat it, and it's like, mm, why is it so good? It's just wow. full of sugar and additives. Who'd have thought this slice of cake would be nice? <laughs> That's that kind of stuff. Yeah. So good you can even eat it. And then uh, after a couple of years, they added um, to the end a little embellishment. So good you can even eat it on its own. <laughs> <laughs> on its own. <laughs> and it would be all these kids, these eerie looking, um, <laughs> like ma- made up Southeast Asian kids with gleaming white teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they stand around the table <laughs> eating this bread and smiling and, and at each like, other. <laughs> and just like fucking... Pissing themselves. You're so thrilled. Just yeah, like, oh, yeah, like you remember when you were a kid and you used to stand around and wordlessly eat bread and laugh? Remember? People's behavior in adverts is chilling. It's horrible. It's always terrifying. Yeah. Because some nutter has gone, we want to imply that this product is the only route to happiness. And the yeah, the only thing you need. The only thing you need. We don't want to give any... There's no room to the butter industry. We don't want to promote any other product in this except <laughs> ours. Yeah, we want to sell printer ink refill cartridges without helping to sell printers, paper, <laughs> computers. Ideally, they'd all be naked because we don't want to give the clothes industry a boost. <laughs> but we're not allowed to do that legally. We just want a bunch of naked people floating in space, <laughs> laughing and eating bread. With nothing else happening. Just someone spiraling yeah. through space. <laughs> Stuffing their face with bread. <laughs> in your bread. That would be the ideal advert. It's for all them. you'd need in space. <laughs> all you need in the universe is gardenia bread on its own. <laughs> and then the on its own is lip synced by the person as they spiral into the sun. <laughs> on its own. <laughs> As they get closer to the sun, the bread toasts. Like, oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> They're just loving it every second of it. <laughs> Quite a good artsy short film. <laughs> um, Paul gets in touch. Paul, yeah, don't be small about this. Yeah, to it's give Paul. Us your correspondence, yeah. Uh, hi, Pierre and Phil. I've been a podbud since the very first episode. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Founding Father. And still look forward to each Wednesday's offering. I was lucky enough to see Pierre at the Soho Theatre at the end of May and loved the show. So good to see some live comedy again. Got my tickets to see Phil at the Palladium. That's how oh, long ago this bloody is. bloody hell. Yeah. Very really? Much, yeah, yeah. Oh, very God. much looking forward to it. Um, once I've seen you both, I shall pick my favorite. Ominous. Especially given that that was in the past. Yeah, I wonder what's happened. Yeah. I didn't just send this email uh, to praise you. I've also enclosed my bud-appropriate pro- story. Uh, in the summer of 2016, my wife and I embarked around a round-the-world trip. Uh-huh. Round-the-world trip. To get rid of all that awful money we'd saved up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ugh, all this awful money. Ugh, it's everywhere. There's nowhere to keep it. <laughs> I had started to experience some stomach issues, as one does on such an adventure, several days before we arrived in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, lovely. Oh. They went to Rio. They had too much money. <laughs> I was in Rio with diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> was pooping out my ass at the rate of several knots. Diarrhea de Janeiro. <laughs> <laughs> I've got diarrhea de Janeiro. The only, saving, <laughs> the only saving grace was that whilst it kept me up most nights, it seemed to be relatively dormant during the daylight hours. Vampire. Ah, vampire poops. Yeah. A nocturnal stomach bug, if you will. And I will. Like the bat is the Batman of uh, (laughs) stomach bugs. (laughs) Yeah. During the day, it's just a seems like a sort of laid back, (laughs) chilled out stomach bacteria. It's vengeance. (laughs) It had been causing issues for a full ten days by the time we visited Corcovado. The mountain whose peak is home to the famous Cristo Redentor statue, perhaps better known to the English-speaking world as Christ the Redeemer, mm. or more likely, the Big Jesus statue. Yeah, I know the Big Jesus statue. Sure. Is Any of these are Paul? acceptable, he says. Thank you, Paul. It was a windy day at the summit. Wind day! Wind day! That's what the Jesus is saying with his arms outstretched. Wind, like wind day! day. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a big wind day. Enjoy. Every day is wind day with Christ. <laughs> Every day is wind day in heaven. Yeah. And you go, okay, and you take the leaflet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a windy day at the summit, not just generally, but also within my underwear. Oh, yeah. So now it's waking up in the day, this thing. I had posed for a few photos in front of the statue, recreating its famous pose. Classic. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good fun. What I felt was perhaps a form of flattery. Big J, what I, uh, Big J may have seen it as mockery. Yes. Imitating the pose. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is incurring the wrath of... My stomach problems came to a crescendo there and then. When what felt like a routine gas expulsion came oh. with came with a prize. <laughs> that's, that's a horrible and good phrase. That's it came good. with a prize. At that very instant, I stared up into the eyes of JC, and I'm sure the corners of his mouth made the slightest of upturns. <laughs> Just a little laugh. <laughs> Take, that's what you get for imitating me. I have never been a religious man, but it was in that moment I first considered the possibility of a higher power or higher poor. <laughs> Had this work of Shart been a cruel message to a non-believer, perhaps? The interesting thing to me is that... <laughs> work of Shart. <laughs> ah, the interesting thing to me is that from that moment, my stomach issues never returned. Oh. A <gasps> miraculum. Oh, no, the people are going to start pilgrimages now. Pilgrimages. Pilgrimage. A po- he did the pilgrimage. I'm a pilgrim. I'm a pilgrim. I'm a mere humble pilgrim. <laughs> Will you not give me shelter? With a, with a big stick and a robe? <laughs> going up the hill? Pilgrims, yeah. Um, so he says, uh, From that moment, my stomach issues never returned, a healthy gut restored. Had I been saved? Had the Son of God taken pity of me and cured my ailment? No, I just shat myself. <laughs> I don't know. You were shitting before. Yeah, that's true. I did not tell my wife what had happened until much later that evening. And simply told her I was going to use the loo. Unfortunately for me, they were not close. I made my way, clenched, down several flights of stairs, until eventually I found the facilities. Thanks to my tight lycra boxes. Gosh. Ooh. Yeah. And some excellent clench work. Yep, yep, yep. The contents had not spread beyond the boundaries of my underwear. Very good. Could have been much worse. Mm-hmm. Good Contained work. Contained the situation. Containment. Lockdown. Yep. You locked yep. it down. 
You Wuhan, Wuhaned it. Yeah, you were wearing a mask. <laughs> um, as we were traveling, I had a very limited amount of underwear, so I chose to clean them as best I could in the sink, wring them out, and shove them in my pocket for the rest of the day. Oh. My wife asked why I never just threw them away and bought a new pair. I don't have an answer for her. <laughs> we don't know waste good pair of lycra pants. That's such a man thing to do. I, I, this, there's very little I could do to a pair of pants for me to throw them out. I mean, That's the thing. They have to be structurally compromised. Yeah, rags. Yeah. Tatters. Pointless. They need to be absolutely pointless. They need to be underwear. in tatters. Yeah. <laughs> it's got these poopy, washed, wrung out, damp pants. I guess they dry quickly in the Brazilian heat, but still. <laughs> ugh. Two months later, I got another 10-day stomach bug, followed closely, followed closely by a fungal infection of the groin. Bloody hell. Man, I miss traveling. Koji Paul. Yikes. Horrible. Man, oh man. Not good. Too much. Uh, I'm, I'm so much admiration of, and I'm assuming Paul is at least European. Yeah. Um, but like traveling for Europeans is such... It's so physically dangerous just in of themselves, just yeah, yeah. their own health. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you really love traveling. You guys, yeah. You know you're going to get diarrhea. For me, I just might. Yeah. You know you're going to get diarrhea. Yeah, for you, you're sort of going, well, let's let's see. We're, we're, we've It's like um like a boxing match where you go, well, you know, both contenders. For me, I'm like, come on, India, show me what you got. Let's see who goes. <laughs> and then if I have diarrhea, I'm like, uh, it is an honor to finally be defeated <laughs> by one worthy. You... You tip your ass <laughs> in like a little salute. But but I but odds are I won't. <laughs> Just odds you pointing right. at a street vendor selling like little cups of rice and stuff. Well played, sir. Well played. I while well, I'm just well played. Well played. Well played, sir. And the guy's going. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that whenever someone I know who's like very like they they put sour cream in there in their chili you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they're like i'm going to rural asia mm-hmm. i always just think yeah you really want to go yeah yeah either you're naive or you really want to go because you're gonna your stomach's you're gonna shit like hell yes yes you're gonna shit like hell i've never tested it with my relative for a honky iron belly where's the most um shit yourself place you've ever been Ooh. hmm it's a good question, actually. I haven't really been around Asia at all. I've just been to Singapore. And that's yeah, you won't shit yourself. The cleanest place in the world. Yeah. You shit yourself, they'll beat you to death with sticks. <laughs> that's messy. They'll hit you to pieces. Um, I've eaten dodgy takeaway food and things. Yeah. Late night kebaberies in Londres. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Eerily cheap curries. That's a, a risk if you're in a... If you're outside of London and you order like quite a big curry and it comes to like nine pounds, you think, no, this this isn't right. Bad wings. Bad wings. Yeah, really? from like non-name brand wing places in London. Yeah. That, that always... like The kind of where it gets cheaper the more wings you buy. Somehow. Yeah. It's like reverse. Like It's like non-Newtonian physics. <laughs> Why is it cheaper to buy a hundred wings than four? I got I got some McDonald's uh, chicken nuggets the other day. Yeah, and it's they're nine for four pounds nineteen. Okay. Or for four pounds ninety nine, you can have twenty. Yeah, I mean that. And like, what is the economics here? How much does it cost you to make a chicken nugget? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> it's 
it's yeah, I don't understand the economics of it at all. <laughs> Whatever Ronald's up to. What are you doing back there? What is this? <laughs> Why do you want to get rid of these nuggets so badly? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to them? Yeah, sinister. Yeah. Um, well, now it's time to go to one of the shit most exclusive shit yourself places on earth, Phil. Oh yes. The the only place where you're guaranteed diarrhea. Yeah. Even more than uh, a South American backpacking trip. Yep. It's bonus pod. It's bonus pod via the Bud Pod Patreon. Um, if you're not a Patreon, get on there for some extra Bud Poopy action. Yeah. Where everyone knows your shame. <laughs> <laughs> like cheers. <laughs> but for pooping. Okay, well, we're going to go... Uh, off to there but we will see the rest of you guys next week bye 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 ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend are you a reality TV junkie do you ever think dang I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch well look no further garbage lover because reality gaze is a podcast for you hello I'm Maddie and I'm poodle and we're the reality gaze we talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like the Golden Bachelor love is blind and TLC's big messy behemoth 90 day fiance and if you're driving to work folding laundry or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports just put on the pod and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com <laughs>